can see you're on the fence here, but these are exclusive jewelry tickets. I mean, I'm giving you, I give them to you for what I paid for them. I mean, I guarantee you he's not going to be back in concert again. You really want to see this show. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll tell you what. I'll throw in what happened last time on the Encourageable Party. Hey, hey, Bryn. I think, I mean, I can surmise that you might be a little bit uh, good at this pick and lock kind of thing. You think you can stick your hand out there and uh, use one of your little uh, doodads there to pop that lock for us? Yeah, I can try. You've chosen the right girl. I've done this before. Don't worry about it. As you are doing this, you, you guys all hear the similar, like, scraping sound of that manhole cover opening. And and then, Brynn, as you're frantically, oh, oh, Jesus, you're kind of getting a little frantic. And also, you can hear the sound of footsteps coming around the wagon, like, around to the front of it. And someone is, someone is opening these large barn doors that were at the head of this wagon. You see Jolvi coming up to meet three orcs. So literally the first three are all over 20. That's great. That's really, yeah, that's, that's really good addition. <laughs> we're really ready to, we're ready we're for ready this, to go after our short rest. That falls is still at one hit point. <laughs> oh, I'm ready to rock. Yeah, you might want to take an action and drink your health. Potion. Yeah, you could. Uh, I've got some options. Yay. <laughs> like dying? <laughs> <laughs> like creating a new character? <laughs> yes, you'll see. All of you here, even over the sound of this battle that has broken out and shaft, the same scuttling noise that you heard about an hour or so ago. And on the roof of the barn directly above you. This can't be good. So I, do I, I take the 14 damage from the poison stone, though. Yeah, yeah, you take the, the poison, the type, the damage type, but you're not poison status effect. I was fine till the poison got me. And now the adventure continues. To uh, interrupt this combat where we kind of left off uh, last session. Uh, I just wanted to quickly talk about like variants and the DMG has tons, like 5e has tons of variants and like variants like like flanking, uh, for instance, which could give you a bonus to your attack and the variant like the diagonal movement that we actually discussed a couple a couple episodes ago, uh, episodes ago. Those are all, all variants um, generally pulled from later uh, editions and stuff. And uh, I think pre- though 5e is predominantly geared towards like the theater of the mind aspect. So like that diagonal one in particular, it actually makes a ton of sense just because it's it's a way to a- more accurately count distances o- over lo- like longer distances, right? They become more less and less accurate. I think though we'll hand wave that one, even though it really is easy to implement on roll 20, which, uh, w- which we've recently started using. But a variant that I do want to start playing with is uh, to do with inspiration. I think we've discussed on air before that like, I've given out very little inspiration. And I know last session I actually did retroactively give out some inspiration. But uh, I kind of wanted to comp- propose this variant. So there's one in the, in the Dungeon Master's Guide that says a variant where the players themselves reward each other with inspiration. And the ruling on that is per session, each player basically gets, like, one free point of inspiration they can give out to the party. And any inspiration they want to award after that also goes to the DM. 
So the way we record, of course, a little more longer form and uh, keeping it per session, which, you know, how the episodes release would be a little, it would be weird and like not accurate to the listener, really. So what I was kind of thinking of is we just kind of, I would keep an ongoing tally. So you as a party have five free inspiration that you can give to each other. And then once you hit that five free, any inspiration you want to give to each other above that also gives to me. Uh, maybe like the next five, and then it kind of resets. And again, if those numbers are weird and they're really screwing things up, we can always change it, right? I mean, that's the point of house ruling. Yeah. What does it mean when we give you inspiration as a DM? So exactly the same as when you guys use it. I could use a point of inspiration to give one of my NPCs advantage on something, on a D20 roll. So it would work the same way. Okay, because I guess I didn't fully understand. Like, I have one inspiration right now. Don't really know what that means. If you want to use your inspiration you give yourself advantage on on a, like an attack roll so you can roll 2d20s right just and take once the and then it's gone and then you spend it yeah okay so okay. on like a very poor like maybe a very important saving throw that you know if you don't make you could very well die it would be great to be able to give yourself advantage right right uh because i i do a, a poor job of rewarding you guys inspiration because <laughs> it's been however how many sessions and you are now just getting inspiration like can you ever have more than one inspiration at a time? So with this variant, yes, you can bank them, and they carry over from session to session. Ooh, I like that then. Okay, now that I know what it is, I agree. <laughs> okay, so I will keep a running tally. Well, you guys keep your your inspiration there that you guys have. That won't reset, and then we'll just... So as a party, remember, uh, individual party member, you can just uh, think, you know what, I think that's cool. I'm going to give you inspiration. You guys have five free, and then anything above five, uh, like the next five you give, will also give me points of inspiration. And then after that, it'll reset back to your your five free kind of thing. And God help me if we forget to keep track of that, because it's just another <laughs> thing that we might actually just <laughs> forget. I've already, I've already made five tick boxes right by my inspiration. So Perfect. Yeah, you're going to fill those right up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. So let's uh, let's continue the combat. So Gozer, you just got walloped. I did. Gozer's down, but she gets back up again with relentless endurance. Ain't never gonna keep you down. Yeah. So what you see is the stupid bugs attack, and it's a little too much for her, and she staggers, and she's about to drop, but then she. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She she S- summons some of your inner strength. Yes, and, and relentlessly endures. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> relentlessly endures, and she roars, and she grabs her health potion off her pouch and chugs it. Okay, well, it's not quite your turn, uh, but come on, you can do so. You can do so on your. I turn. set that up so nicely, though. I know. I'm sorry. We should have <laughs> went through the full rotation here. Well, I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna and roll give it so I'm ready. Inspiration for that. <laughs> so, so Gozer, you are. Oh, oh, actually, sorry. One other variant. I actually wanted to uh, start using the cleave variant uh, again from the DMG. So, when you cleave, if your attack, the damage brings the target uh, to zero. Any additional damage will carry over to a, a, a next creature if it's in within reach of you. As long as your attack roll on the hit will still hit that next creature. So that would apply to melee attacks? That Yes, that would apply to melee attacks. And I actually, I will, uh, I was thinking I will apply it to, uh, like, Brynn, your arrows. As long as the 
the enemies are in the path of the flight of the arrow's flight. So like imagine like if you got uh, two dudes in a line, you could potentially with a really good hit put that arrow like right through two dudes with this with this cleave variant. Can I make a case for certain spells like uh, a spell where I hurl an object? Could we apply it to that as well? Let's take it on a case by case. I'm probably going to say so so the problem with the magic is you when you like magic missile, it's 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 a missile of energy, right? So like it dissipates upon impact. There's a there's a specific spell I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, we can okay. Talk well, it's, I don't have access to it yet, but basically I could throw a rock or a log or something. Oh, okay. Kind of like Interesting. An arrow, right? Okay. Yeah. We'll take it case by case then, for sure, for sure. Okay. Sorry to uh, continuously interrupt, but I do like the cleave option, especially when you guys get to higher levels. Like, it doesn't make sense that you're not like mowing through these smaller dudes, right? Shaft likes the cleave. Shaft likes the cleave. Yeah. So. Um, Shaft, your turn to initiative. Top of the order, Shaft. Oh, we're up. Okay. All right. So last that I recall, I jumped uh, off of the top of this wagon here and uh, took quite a spill. A little bit. And and then uh, so now Jolvi over here. Uh, how is he looking? I can't I can't recall. Uh, he is. Is he bloodied? You can tell he's bloodied. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Um, and why don't you actually roll me? Go ahead, roll me a perception check. Okay, that would be a 16. Okay, so you noticing now, like, after these these furry spiders with the eel necks have, have come out, paying attention to Jolby's reaction, he does not seem surprised to see these things. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to... I'm going to have to chug my uh, potion of greater healing is what I'm going to have to do. So let me uh, let me do that first. If I can pick up my dice here. You going to make sound effects? Uh, sure. That was a okay, bad so sound effect. I am. Yeah, but that's, that's, the way, that's, that's the way Shaft sounds when he drinks. It's, so it's uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11... Plus, is it two per two per die? Forty-four plus two. Forty-four plus four. Oh, four. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's the greater potion. All right. So that would be plus four. So what did I say? Eleven. See, I think you said eleven. So fifteen. So that's what I'm going to do for my action. Okay. And bonus action. Yeah. Then for my bonus action. I think I had Hunter's Mark already applied to someone, but I can't remember. You had it on the uh, the magic orc that is now dead that you killed. You guys killed. Okay, then I'm going to move Hunter's Mark over to Jolvi. Okay. Gozer, you can chug your potion now. I chug my potion, and I got 14 hit points back. Nice. Okay. And now, so you're, you're a frenzy rage, right? Can you still make that bonus action attack? Um, I don't know. I was just trying to figure that out. Because it's not dependent on you taking the attack action, is it? Uh, for the duration of your rage, you can make a single melee weapon attack as a bonus action on each of your turns after this one. There you go. So you you, sh- you can Still use attack. your bonus action. Sweet. Hey, right, yeah, you're st- you're surrounded by these three little things. Uh, hold on, I gotta look something up real quick. I rolled a 19. Do I Ooh. have that? Or 19s? No, I don't think I do. 19s and 20s are quicker. 
Let me just halt the whole thing while I try- no, okay. We'll just call it no and I'll look it up later. So that is- I assume that's a hit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that is 16 points of damage on one of these little buggies. Oh boy, okay. Yowzers, okay. Uh, sorry, which one were you attacking? Uh, the one that's closest to me, the one in front of me. Oh, there's- okay, boom. So yeah, you put them down. And your attack carries over into the guy next to him with now Sweet. with his cleave and takes out both of them. Nice. Nice. Squishing these tiny little bugs. And then she roars. <laughs> Battering of green goo kind of pushes out pushes out their butts, you know, like when you like toothpaste? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. It's like squeezing a tube of toothpaste. Like I don't know what kind of toothpaste you're using, but I don't Aqua use fresh. butt toothpaste. <laughs> But do you and... use butt paste? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, butt paste. Yeah. Preparation yeah. H feels good on the whole. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> We're not, not sponsored, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Your move, Brent. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I can't totally remember what I was doing, but I'm guessing I was shooting a jewel bee. Full punk. Because isn't he been, like, throwing spells and stuff? He's been trying, yep. He's our music, or he's the bard, right? He's yeah, the... That's right, yeah. Is he engaged with Shaft giving me sneak no. attack? No. Okay. Mm. okay. Uh, but if you spend your inspiration to give yourself advantage, you get sneak attack on attacks you have advantage on. Ooh. Just put that ah. out there. It's kind of an Do interesting, it. <laughs> interesting interaction with you. Bill's Do over it. here pumping his fist at me. Okay, I'll spend my inspiration. Let's let's kill this guy. Uh, so then I get advantage. So roll two. Nineteen, baby. But then what else do I add to it? Sorry. My so attack. you're gonna add a total of plus five, right? Your it's your proficiency bonus plus your dexterity modifier, which is five total. Right. Okay, so that's twenty-four. Yeah. So I smoked him. Let's see what the damage. Two d six plus a d eight. Plus three. Plus three. Eleven. That was Not as good as it could have been. Well, one d six was one, and the d eight was two. <laughs> so. Oh, that's actually bad. <laughs> could have been better. Julie's laughing at you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and do you want to move? Yeah, I will use my. Cunning action to. Could I still be shooting at Julvie if I help Falzern stand on this thing he's on? Uh, no, the wagon, the wagon would be in the, between the two of you then. You could. You'd be able to see what Gozer is engaged with though and help her. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just gonna dash over and step on the thing with Falzern because I'm a little bit nervous about that. Okay. At the moment. Man, I wasted inspiration on a one. <laughs> On a d6. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so now this small spider-looking thing gets to act. And it runs away in fear. Hmm. You might not be far off. Wishful thinking. Let's see how smart they are. Yeah, uh, okay. Is this where we're supposed to say, How smart are they? <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of runs back out the open barn doors here and kind of around the corner and disappears from sight. Ooh, okay. Good riddance. Falzerin, you're up. 
So Falsey, yeah. you, you, and now Bryn are both standing over this hatch that led up from the the sewer tunnels, right? And the you can you've heard the these dark these the three darklings that led you up here down there, maybe more, but you've they've been stabbing at it, and dagger points have been st- stuck up and through it, like right next to your feet. And you can hear them screaming out in uh, in Sylvan, which none of you understand. Bryn is an right elf. Right next to you. Yep. She's about my size. So far, I've been able to hold down this thing uh, by myself on there. Why don't you go ahead and make me a perception check? I weigh 95 pounds. How much do you weigh? <laughs> Not a lot more than that. Uh, 16. 16. So kind of looking down at your feet and kind of, you know, giving like a little bounce on the balls of your feet that like this thing like the structural integrity of this hatch is not doing so well like it's kind of like sagging now especially with both of you on top of it (laughs) okay um yeah so that that solidifies my decision to move off of it um i'm gonna move over (laughs) are you kidding me (laughs) thanks for swapping spots with me Bryn. it's sagging and you leave so i'm gonna say Bryn, i I think i think two of us on this thing is too much for it it's gonna break i'm gonna move over to where Shaft is and take a shot at Jolvi. Way to ditch me. I'm here to help you. So I'm gonna use uh, Chromatic Orb. And you choose the damage type? Yeah, so I can choose Acid, Cold, Fire, Lightning, Poison, or Thunder. Let's, I like fire. So, oh, crit 20. Nice. Oh, nicely done. All right, so you roll the damage dice twice. Okay. I did not know that. I just knew that was good. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's 3d8 damage. Oof. You get to roll 68? What? Here, take mine. 4, 7, 1, 6. Adam. 18. And 2. How many did we say to roll? 6. Plus 2, plus 7. So 18 is 27. 27. Oh, yeah, and you light him on fire as he... Finally, this is the loudest you've ever heard him talk other than his incantation since you've met him. Screams out as he falls to the ground, burning to death. Now, he's had some pretty big hits in the past that were uh, sort of heavy on the heavier side, so I've heard him scream pretty good uh, with some of his performances. So is this is this rival... <laughs> Does yeah, this, this rival some is, of his heavier songs? This is the most pained, like even on like his his like his third album, which was yeah, Bandmates of Anadum, <laughs> His dark stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've never heard a scream so agonized, even from Julvi, the Julvi himself. So I, I think as a bonus action, I'm gonna <laughs> just bravo. Uh, you can, yeah, you I mean, can that, that's sp- great. you can spend your reaction to clap. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. There's nothing else over there right now. That's true. There's just one guy left. So, uh, next would have been Julvi, but Falzerin successfully put him down. And now, Finally. Bryn, under your feet, you oh, hear the no. same the he- same screaming as they're kind of stabbing this this cover. <sighs> Falzerin ditched me. That was a good hit, though. And b- again, between your feet, these dagger points kind of stab up, and it sags even more, like drops like another three inches underneath of you, but still still holding. 
And now Gozer, this last little tiny little spider thing, tries to tries to bite you again. Didn't I like build up an immunity after the last bite? <laughs> that has, that's how bites it works, you, right? Bites you for a twenty-one. Yeah, what if you become a spider orc? Oh, that would be cool. Can I sling webs? Yeah, like a Spider-Man. Little uh, flip, flip. <laughs> did you just did you just say she took twenty-one points of damage? No, that was twenty-one was to hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you take mm. uh, five piercing and ten poison, oh. and make me a Constitution saving throw. Please. Uh, it goes down again. <laughs> oh, oh no! Wait, no, no, no! That's half. I take half of that. Yeah, yeah, you, you take, take no, half. You You're... take half of the piercing, but you don't have right. resistance to poison. Okay, wait, half the piercing, you said it was five, right? Five. So yeah. that would be three, and then ten of poison. I'm still up! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Can, you make, can you make me a constitution saving throw, please? Seventeen. <laughs> That's a pass, you're doing yeah! it. Yeah! It's those new dice. <laughs> yes! Uh, back to Shaft. Okay, so... I see uh, Joel V drop there. I give a I give him a round of applause, and then I can hear uh, Gozer over there yelling that she's not dead. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. Not dead yet. <laughs> I'm gonna head over. Twenty five, and then uh, going over to the other side of the wagon where Gozer is. Yeah, there's no other things that I can see there. So I'm gonna go around the, the wagon, and then. Uh, I guess at that point, can I uh, ready an action then and say if uh, if the thing moves Why don't you just uh, towards me? Because I, yeah. I don't want to, because I only have 25 feet of movement and I've already spent that. So You don't have any kind of ranged weapon? Don't you have a bow? I Aren't do. you a ranger? You don't have a ranged weapon? I do. <laughs> he does have a bow, I thought. Mm. I'm still going to ready my action if it moves towards me. What? You'll attack it? Yep. Okay. Gozer. Okay, well, I am going to use... Kill it. I'm going to actually attack this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Good job. That's a good idea. Yeah. Two attacks. One is a 23, and the other one's a 13. (laughs) Both of them. Okay. So then I will do 13 points of damage. Yeah. And then I will do 17 points of damage. Okay, as you unnecessarily... Smash it into the ground, and I'm just going to keep beating on just... it and beating on it and just splurter everywhere. You kill it. And make sure some of that gets on shaft. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bryn, you, this hatch is sagged underneath you now as they're, they're hacking at it from below you. Yeah, so I, I holler out like, you guys, you guys, this thing's not gonna hold for much longer. Do you wanna do you wanna jump off of it and try and get to a, a place where you've got an advantage? To see I mean, I was yelling to see if anyone said anything back. Like, I'll help. Uh, you. Well, I have a question. How far? How high is this uh, wagon off of the uh, the ground? Is this something that the, the very feet? top of the wagon is about fifteen feet up there? No, no, no. If if we were to push this wagon over top onto this door. Uh, Oh, oh. Uh, you could uh, you could possibly like try to get like the wheel part pop like propped up over it, but yeah, if you just if, it, if you push it like out and over, um, these things you know are small like your size. They'd be able to crawl underneath it. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that we could just have the wheel sit on top, and then if it crushes down, half the wagon falls into the hole. That's right? a good idea. Sort of blocks the whole thing. All right, Shaft, you guys 
Gozer, you guys got enough strength? You wanna try to get this wagon over the hole? Yeah, I can try. You guys are still in initiative. You're not out of you're not out of initiative. So Bryn, are you doing anything other than so yelling? You guys have now talked uh, about kind of briefly talked about this wagon. Are you moving, Bryn? Are you what are you what are you trying to do? I mean I think if I move they'll come through, so Okay, so you're just gonna stay put and try to keep yeah. it closed as, as as long as possible. Yes. I think that's my only option really. Okay. Uh falls are in, you're up. Um, I'm gonna move over to to help start pushing the wagon. So I'm gonna move around to the far side of the wagon. Like in the fr- in front of it here. Yeah, exactly. Okay, out towards the open barn door. To- yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, now uh, the darklings underneath you, Bryn, they keep hammering away at it, and they stab and slash, and you f- you hear a crack as it breaks underneath your feet, Bryn. Make me an acrobatics check. Twenty. All right, so you're you're able to jump off of this thing. Modified twenty, yeah, yeah, but that's fine. No, that's good. That's perfect. As it crumbles uh, beneath your feet and and the bits and pieces of it fall into into the hole. And okay, shaft, you're up. So now this hole is open and empty. Nothing's quite come out of it yet, but it's it's open. Okay, well, I'm going to grab onto the the wheel here, the spokes on the wheel, and start trying to uh, push the wagon um, and sort of guide guide it with the wheel. Yeah, but the wagon's not going to be able to block the hole anymore, Shaft. You can still put the wagon into the hole. I mean, how big is it? What's the diameter of this hole? It looks a lot smaller than the wagon. It's about a... a, It's almost 10 feet, but... Yeah, like if if what Shaft is saying is if you push the wa- and the wheel is set yeah. like set in the hole, right? I, I yeah. get what you're picturing. But um, they're small; they could sneak around, right? Some of them will come out, but at least then we got a we've, we've sort of narrowed the ability for all of them to be sprawling out of right, there. Right, right. And we and can just start if, killing them. If you them guys one by recall, one. the back of this wagon is still full of like five chained up people. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so okay, so what you can, <laughs> what you can do now. Sorry, and actually, I should have done the same thing with Falzerin. What Falzerin will kind of ret- retcon. What you guys can do is you can ready an action to start pushing the wagon, like when Gozer starts pushing it, if you want. So then the three of you collectively on Gozer's turn could push it, and I could, you could all contribute to like a, the strength uh, check. Yes. Okay. I, I have a I have an issue though. Um, if mm-hmm. I don't attack or get attacked on my turn, I will become exhausted because my rage will end. Oh dear. So should I attack you? (laughs) (laughs) If you want to (laughs) die. Well, I get what you're saying. Like, if they do get out and you have to fight them, you'll you'll have a point of a level of exhaustion. But as far as the strength check, you will still be raging, right? I believe it, like, at the end of your turn. So your turn would still be the push. So you wouldn't have the disadvantage on the push yet. You'd actually still be raging and have advantage pushing it, which is good, right? Okay. So Goza, you're up. You want to get yeah. it like to the front of the wagon where it kind of falls in us? Yep. I will do okay. that, and I'll go over here to the front of the wagon, and I will get ready to push. You can push. Okay. I said push! Okay, everybody make me a athletics check if you're trained, or just a regular strength check. 19. 15. Okay, 19, 16. And sorry, what was your shaft? 15. Okay, so as you guys push, you get this wagon, and it starts to roll. Rolls about 15 feet as you kind of get it going slowly, get this going. 
Come on, wagon. Here, let me move my... I guess we need to move with the wagon. Yeah, you guys can move your tokens with the wagon. And then, uh, so it's kind of in motion, and now Bryn, you, you get a chance to act now. So when if you look down, Bryn, because you have dark vision, right, in this dark yeah. tunnel, you can see... Do I see anything? You see the three darklings kind of like brushing themselves off of this broken hatch that has fallen on them. But okay. you see three of them like down there like getting ready to start like climbing up. Okay, there's three of them. I... Shoot them! Yeah, do they seem friendly? Oh. No, they weren't friendly, right? <laughs> um, I have a question... I have, I have here that I get advantage when they haven't taken a turn yet. So does that count right now? No, they've they've been acting in the initiative. Like they've been attacking and acting acting in the initiative. Hmm. Okay. I wish I had like a grenade I could just drop and get all of them. All right. Well. <laughs> so what every DD character has, player has, has said. <laughs> Man, I wish I had a grenade right now. A grenade to just chuck down ah, there. Rocket launcher. Fire in the hole. Okay, um, I will... Does it take a whole action to switch my weapon to a melee weapon? No? Uh, so I'll switch... No, that's fine. It's just hand wave it. <laughs> I'll switch over to my rapier and uh, take a stab at whatever one's closest. Well, well, sorry. So, like, the bottom of this ladder is, like, 15 feet down. So you can't melee them. But you can, oh. sh- you can look over and shoot with your arrow. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought they were, like, at the top. How were they No, they haven't started down? climbing yet. They're they're still... They, they, like, fell to the bottom with the with the, the collapsing of the thing, right? Because I was like, they were jabbing at me. So they yes, yeah, I know. Okay, okay. So they, they, they did take a bit of, of falling damage from the this, this debris that kind of knocked them down. Okay, so I will uh, shoot an arrow into the dark here. 23 to hit. Yeah, definitely hits. Four damage. Okay. Uh, I get to add five, sorry. Nine damage. You add three. Oh, sorry. Then seven damage. Seven, okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, remember, My you bad. don't add your proficiency bonus on damage, just attack bonus. Attack bonus. Okay, so, Falzerin, your turn. Now, what, what you guys can do now on your turns is recycling. You can, if you... On your turn, do you give me the strength check? Well, just like to maintain your the force that you're pushing. Well, I lost a lot of my steam. I rolled a four. Okay. <laughs> Shaft, back to you. Did you say it was athletics? Is that what we were doing? Yeah, if you're trained in athletics, you can take advantage yeah. of it. <laughs> well, that sucks. Uh, let's see, where's athletics? There it is. Uh, five. Okay. <laughs> I, I grasp onto the spoke a little bit too much. And it lifts me up, and I sort of roll around, and then my feet touch the ground again. So I didn't really, I didn't really help, uh, but I took a little ride. All right, uh, Gozer. Okay, so I'm exhausted now. So yeah, your rage has ended. Uh, you, you are, you do have one level of exhaustion. Yep. So I have disadvantage on the strength check. You do right now, though. You you could rage again, right? You could regular rage again right now, oh, yeah. which would cancel out the disadvantage, right? Because you would have advantage for the rage and disadvantage for exhaustion, so you would just be rolling regularly. Because you yeah. have a certain number you can rage per day, right? Right. <clears throat> and yeah, I've only raged once. Uh, well, technically, you've done uh, two today. This has been the same day as that Hank Appleby fight. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I have a total of four per day, so I can do... Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do that. I'll rage again. Okay. To blame! There she goes. Uh, that is 14. The difficulty check, much lower now that you've gotten it going. Thank goodness. You you guys, even those shit rolls, you... 
<laughs> you just hit uh, the DC of 20 that I had set to maintain <laughs> this thing rolling as it clunk crashes in the, the, the back rear of the wheel just sinks into this hole as the wagon kind of like now is standing in a jar and the, the opposite wheel in the front is now kind of lifted off the ground a little bit as it's it's the, the this already damaged wagon is kind of warping now uh, underneath this this unlevel ridiculously unlevel terrain okay cool we all shout and, and cheer hooray <laughs> <laughs> okay Bryn so now this wagon is fall like crash into this hole in front of you and is uh blocking up quite a bit of it it's uh let me hold on a sec let's roll let's roll a percentage to see what how much of this hole this wagon is now blocking yes let's let's do that let's let's do that okay let's. so it's it's blocking uh a little over half of this hole now so like as uh the the part of the hole closest to you as you're looking at at the like the wheel of this wagon you can see it's sunk down and now the bottom of the wagon is like cover is what's covering half the hole as the wheel has sunk into this depression now. So you can still see them kind of down at the bottom here. Are they still trying to climb up and get they out? Have, yes, they so they have started and they have climbed up on their turn, <laughs> which I almost skipped. They have climbed up to this ladder now, but they were stopped by as this wagon came crashing down. So they're at the top of the ladder though now. So. They're going to have to okay. uh, squeeze past this thing, so it's going to reduce their ability. And their the mobility. guy in front is the one that I already shot before? Sure. Okay. Um, and are they... So like technically they're... now they are, you are kind of, you're engaged with them. They're close enough. So you're now like... they're like a melee range? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I will, uh, I'll switch over to my rapier and try to slash at their fingers. All right. <laughs> Make them fall off the ladder. So, uh, now I believe the rule for squeezing, I don't think it's actually called squeezing in this edition, but... I rolled a, a 16, so 21. It is called squeezing. Move through spaces for one size lower, cost one extra foot per move. Yeah. Now they have disadvantage on dex checks, right? Yeah, squeezing into a small space. Yes. So, uh, you're 21, Bryn. Uh, why don't you go ahead? You do have advantage on them because they're squeezing. So when they're in a tight space, which uh, it's defined as uh, when it, a creature can squeeze through an opening that is one size smaller than themselves, and while they're doing so, it's considered difficult terrain, and they have disadvantage on dexterity checks, and attackers have advantage on them. So, so yeah, you, your first roll hit Bryn, right? But you could potentially get a critical hit. Uh, I did not. I got okay. 19. So, but I get, but I do get my sneak attack damage. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, 19. Uh, 19 plus three. So that's actually. Yeah. I can't do math right three. now. 22. 22. Wow. Okay. So as you stab and Dran, it's poor Dran. He was so nice to you guys, leading you through Dran? the sewer. Oh. You, you stab him. You said 23. Yeah. So as you so stab him down, you damage, get him right, right through the gut. Yeah. Take him out. And you carry through and you cleave with your piercing weapon right into the next guy, uh, Algra. And he takes the rest of that damage. Um, Can we get a percentage Algra. of the dead guy falling on the third guy? Taking him out too? <laughs> yeah, his body's going to fall. Yeah, they're going to have to make a check. So Algra is still alive though. Yes, Algra is still alive. So this... <laughs> I'll give them their check on, on their turn. Okay, but, um, okay so Falzrin. I'm going to come around... Um the right side of the wagon to where Bryn is and 
help out. Um, I'm gonna attack anyone I can see there. Now you're gonna help me? So you can get right about, about 10 feet from the hole here, and from where you're standing, you can really kind of only see dead Dram, uh, right? Because he's kind of, okay. as they're on this ladder, right? So do you just want to, you want to ready an action maybe? You can ready, uh, you can be ready to cast a spell if one of them comes up. Sure, yeah. I'm going to have to use Ray of Frost. I'm out of okay. spell That's slots. Fine. So when you, as a, as, a, as a magic user, when you ready an action, and you're, you are, so you've like cast the spell, but you're holding its energy until the conditions that you meet. So you're kind of, this ball of ice is formed in your hand, ready to throw it at whoever pokes his head up there. Yeah, you got <laughs> yeah. a snowball, yeah. <laughs> it's a scary looking snowball. Yeah, it's kind of spiky. It's, it's, Everyone's it's impressed. Got a, it's got lots of ice in it. You put rocks those in it, you're like better. one of those people. You're yeah. one of those people. <laughs> All right, I like that, that's cool. I didn't realize I could do that. Darklings are up, so Dran and Sheneth, I'm going to make them make an acrobatics check here to avoid... Dran is dead. Sorry, Algra and Sheneth. Okay. And they both succeed, and they kind of tuck in on this ladder as Dran falls 15 feet down to the the ground. And first up is Algra as he comes climbing out. So that's going to trigger your readied action, Falzrin. So I got... 9 plus 4, 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. Your snowball sails over his head. It's, he's a small target. It's kind of hard to hit. <laughs> Algar climbs up. Shannon follows behind him, kind of moving to the side of Bryn here. And Shannon is going to attack Bryn uh, with a miss. And Algra, having just got a thro- uh, snowball thrown at him, is going to try to hit falls right here. Stabs you with a 12, which hits you. Oh, I have plus one, actually. Would that have made a difference? Adding plus one to that. Because I have that... Um, Instead of 13, 14? I have the cap of casting. I forgot about that. It, it would have made a difference, but I'm afraid you inaccurately calculated <laughs> your modifiers. Oh. <laughs> Snap. So you take, uh, you take five piercing damage, Balzer. Okay. And Shaft, you're up. So Shaft, you got Algar right up in front of your face. That's where I'm going. We're going to pull the rapiers out, and the first one is a 16. That hits, yeah. Okay, that is uh, six points of damage. Second attack. Hold on. So, Algra, as you stab him, yep. you uh, deal the death blow. Oh, nice. And you see his body, like, start to shine and get bright and poof, explodes. Oh, wonderful. Uh, which I forgot to do with Julvi and... <laughs> <laughs> and Duran, but that's fine. Uh, so... 10-foot radius, any creature in the area must make a constitution saving throw. So, looks like uh, Shaft, Falzerin, and Bryn, could you all make me a constitution saving throw, please? 12. <sighs> 14. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Bryn, it's it's Bryn, not translating to podcast, Bryn but I have my, my eyes shut. Well, you shutting your eyes, very, very accurate, because Bryn, you are blinded for one minute. As uh, Falzern and Shaft are able to get an arm up above uh, in front of their face and uh, kind of shield themselves. So, the blinded condition. A blinded creature can't see and automatically fails any ability checks that require sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Uh, okay, Shaft, so that was one attack. You can still have your move. For my second attack, I can still split and move, right? I'm yep, going to go up right. and jump on the wheel. And then over and try to 
try to miss the hole. You're gonna jump over the hole? Okay, make me an acrobatics yeah. check. Okay. Are you gonna do a somersault that in the air? Is... No, I'm just gonna make a little, I'm gonna take and put my foot on the one of the spokes of the wheel that's in there and then push off of it and try to, try to leap over with 13. Yeah, yeah, you get right up, clear over the hole. Because it's only, it's like less than five feet since it's half half covered up there, so. It's okay. twice the height of him. You jump and you land right next to, next to Shaneth. Okay, my extra, t- ooh, 19 plus uh, six, so. Yeah, that is a hit. Five, and that would give me seven, 11 points of damage. And okay. I'm gonna close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's After good I hit. you do, so. Uh, <laughs> Shaft and Falzer, and you can make me another Constitution saving throw as Shaneth bursts at this ball of light. 17 for Falzer. Yeah, I'm already blind, so it doesn't matter, right? No, it's, you're good. 12. Okay, you both are fine. You succeed. And that takes us out of initiative. So, Bryn, you only gotta wait like another like 54 seconds, uh, and then you're, <laughs> you're, you're, the sunspots kind of clear, and you can see again. Since it only lasts for one minute. Yeah, I guess it's a good time to get the one out of the way. <laughs> yeah, probably. Jeez. That's not that bad. It's not too bad. Okay, so you guys somehow survived that combat. That was really good. <laughs> so so the people in the in the wagon, are they gagged also? They're not gagged, uh, but they are like chained, chained together. So now if you go and you look in the back of it, you see... I think I said there were five people plus Prince Charmington. So, like, you see five people chained together and then, like, a set of, like, unlocked manacles where Prince Charmington had picked his way, his own way out, right? Because he charged at Bryn mm-hmm. during the last session. So, they're kind of, like, huddled now in this moving wagon and as it just crash and one end of it is kind of up in the, like, two feet up in the air. We need to rest. There's some horses over around the corner there. I think we yeah. get on those and get the hell out of here. Can two horses take four of us? Yeah, I'll ride with uh, Gozer. Okay. Can I take a look, uh, a bit more critical look at this wagon and see if it looks like it's going to break apart? And, like, if this hole's not that big, right? The whole wagon couldn't fall into the hole. Uh, no, but uh, go ahead and make me a reception. That's good. Nine. Okay, so as you're, you're looking over it, um, it, I mean, it seems to be holding it, holding structurally with your roll of nine. And as you're kind of inspecting the inside of it, so like again, you see the the huddled people, and there's like a sack of like their belongings too in one corner of this uh, back of this wagon. So you uh you guys know that like you saw other darklings in the caves below too, or the sewers below right. as you were traveling. So yeah, so I guess I'm gonna speak up to the rest of the people and say, hey, you know, if we leave these humans locked up in the back of this wagon, the darklings are gonna get them. Should we try and let them free? Does the guy over there have the keys on him? Yeah, you can. Uh, Julvie, Julvie's body yeah. has has the okay. set of keys on him. Yeah. So I'm gonna go over and look at Julvie's body and see if he has not only the keys but anything else uh, yeah. on him. And I'll, uh, as I'm doing that, I go, "Go get the horses." Sure. Okay. He's got his uh, pretty rad-looking loot. Now it's a little singed. Uh, <laughs> some of the some of the strings on it have kind of snapped under the heat but uh other than that he's got he's got his keys and that's it that's it okay i'm gonna grab the keys and i'm gonna run over to the back of the wagon i'm gonna hold him up and i'm at the guy who's closest to me so he starts trying to get him 
It's like he's okay. Yeah, he pushing towards comes me out and snags yeah. him. Reaches no, for no, him I want to. I want him to reach for him, and yeah, then I'm going to put him a little bit out of his reach range, and lay him down. And I go, Do "You guys have those horses yet?" I Gozer is going to go over and inspect the orcs that we killed to see if I recognize them or can discern any information from them, and if they have anything on them. Okay, so uh, yeah, like you had already recognized Brook Brook, right, yeah. as uh, being. You recognize him from uh, being Clash's, like one of Clash's, like right hand man. And again, looking at all of their bodies, they have those those like strange markings, like the tattoos on their on their foreheads. Uh, still, these ones are still even more different from. I think you guys have seen now two different kind of sets, very similar, but uh, still still quite like unique, like easily identifiable as being different, uh, kind of like runish kind of. Uh, no, la- no, la- no real language that that you uh, you know, Gozer. And on Brook Brook, he's actually got a a bag of a bag of gold, a bag of 150 gold pieces. And the other two orcs, they. Uh, well, while I'm, while I'm expecting, uh, look, look, I'm gonna kick him in the gut. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so yeah, the other two orcs, they uh, were you. While you were fighting, you recognized they were wearing. Tuk Tuk tribe's colors, and they have that same, the exact same uh, tattoo on their foreheads that matches Brook Brooks. Okay, I'm going to uh, memorize what this tattoo looks like, so that I'll recognize it if I see it again. So, uh, Bryn and Falzer, what were you guys doing? Were you, are you the ones gonna go get, get in those horses? As well, this, am are... I still blind? No, you're the, the the like minute is up, right? As as. Gozer is now checking these bodies. You're good. You're back to normal. I say to Bryn, hey, Bryn, you think you can handle the two horses? I'm going to take a peek at uh, what Julie was carrying over here. I don't take orders from you, but I still, like, go walk over to the horses. <laughs> like, try to figure out what's going on over there. All right. Is there anything I see on Julie that's worth taking? Again, he had the, the his loot and the set of keys. Oh, when you said loot, you you meant a musical oh, instrument. Oh, his, his instrument. His instrument. Not L-O-O-T. Instrument. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, you're like, what kind of loot is it? <laughs> yes. Singed is what kind of loot it is. All right. So, Bryn, I'll move her over here. Okay. So now that I've realized that, I'll go help Bryn grab the horses. Okay. So you kind of go and you see these horses. They're actually already, like, bridled and, like, saddled uh, as if, you know, they were preparing shortly to like maybe get this wagon going right and uh you guys roll me everybody can roll me uh why don't you roll me an insight check uh i crit fail i rolled a 14. one 17 4 Bryn and gozer especially gozer as you're kind of inspecting these bodies you can you're gleaning that like clearly like these the people in the wagon like they're hostages right mm-hmm. and as these orcs, you know, they have this big bag of money. Uh, they were kind of meeting with Julvie. Clearly, they've associated with each other before. It's it's fairly evident that, like, the Darklings were, like, selling these people to uh, these orcs. So are we, are we able to get these horses free? Oh, yeah, you, got, you guys got the horses. They're kind of just in their, in their little, uh, like, stables, right? So you just, you can take them by the, the harness. I don't know what the hell that, what's that lead called? Lead, take them by the lead, and you can kind of walk them out to, to, the, to yeah. the front here. Okay. 
And Shaft, are you gonna finally get this poor guy the keys? <laughs> no, I mean he he can talk, Shaft. right? Sure, he's like begging for for the keys to list so they so he can get out of here. I just I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna wait till the horses get over behind me. So okay, you see him. Brennan falls in, come walking these horses. I'm gonna say, use your, use your leg, grab him with your leg. Are are they chained to each other? Or are they chained to the wagon? Yeah, they're chained to each other. It's like a kind of a chain gang, just kind of around, like like manacled, like right. This and these lengths of short lengths of chain between the manacles. The, the idea here is I'm just gonna lay the keys down just out of their reach and go over and jump on the horse, so we can get the hell out of here while they screw with unlocking themselves. Okay, all right, that's fine. You guys wanna like get out of here ASAP? Yeah. Yeah, is there a chance that, like, Bryn sees what Shaft did at all and goes in there and just kicks the keys closer to them? Well, they could get them. They're not chained down. They could scooch over and get them. They yeah, they'll get them. Okay. I'm just so buying us some time. Just jerk. That's all. So rude. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their relationship was with the guy you stabbed in front of them. So, and uh, I'm not, and I'm also not stealing their crap either. <laughs> That's I'm, true. Uh, I'm okay, just buying so us some time. Falzer and I walk the horses over to the front, and we're like, "Come on, get over here!" And uh, I hop up on one horse, and I and Falzer looks at me like confused, and I'm like, "I'm driving," and he has to hop on the back. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, it goes or climbs on the other horse and starts taking off. All right, Shaft is left behind Shaft? with the uh, with the prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Shaft's also going to jump on with, with Gozer. Okay. Danny and Athletics check. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're fine. Okay. So as you you leave this barn, so now that you've actually, this is the first time you actually kind of come outside of this barn here, and you you kind of see there's kind of this fenced-in area, right, and to your immediate right is, like, this small, like, kind of farmhouse that spider eel uh, nor in sight as you guys are leaving and you can just get to the gate and, and swing it right open uh, in fact it's probably still open from when the uh, orcs had arrived and you you take off out of this farm so I'm gonna switch you guys over I was to say the... where do we even where did we even end up yeah I'm gonna switch you over to the world map here which I put into roll 20 here so if you recall you, uh, I believe it was Shaft was kind of peering out, out of the windows. You could see this farmhouse was outside of the city of Dracol. And from these windows, you could see like, kind of like the torches kind of burning in the background of this, of this city, right? And you are right about here. How do I do this? How do I do that? Hold, hold thing? point it and hold down. So you're right, okay, uh, right there. Do it again? Okay. Kind of up at the Northern okay. top of this, of Dracol here, oh. right at the, at the foot of the Vorgrag Mountains here. Uh, so, like, kind of right before the terrain really starts to get get steep and, and, and kind of cliffy and as it, you would progress into into the mountains. So, wrong direction. Not where we wanted to go. Kind of opposite, yeah, kind of. But you did get out of the city. Okay, so now you are... Uh, so, what direction are you guys heading in? We were headed to Goldham. South. Mm-hmm. Southeast. Are you going to go back through the city? No. That's no. Uh, I think we could. I think we could go through the mountains. I mean, I know the mountain mountainous no. area pretty well. Why would yeah, we go north into the mountains? Shaft. Yeah. We're gonna go east and then down to Golden. Why don't we go south then east? We, Are we you can. wanting to go east to Altenschick and then down? No. 
No, I was going to go down around through Zexa, but I guess, uh, I mean, I guess we could go down towards Vixure. Yes, south, then east, not through the mountains. I'm pretty familiar with the mountains. I know how to get through. We can we can travel very quickly through the mountains. Yeah, well, I can travel quickly through the woods, through Victor, so I don't... You can, or all of us can. Well, I mean... Gozer starts heading south, around the... Okay, like towards where this lake is, yes. kind of on the west, uh, the western side of Dracol. Okay. Yeah, I say we follow the water. I'm with Gozer. Okay. Okay, so now uh, you guys kind of start on your trail. So, the sun is just kind of starting to come up. Now you guys are now moving into the territory of having been awake and active for more than 24 hours. So I will say you guys get uh, about, okay, let's say you have about two hours of travel time away from this barn. So you kind of almost immediately south from where you are. Before now, it's it's sun is full up. And if you guys don't stop to rest, you're going to have to make me a constitution saving check. Or suffer another level of exhaustion, in Gozer's case, anyways. Yeah, I think Gozer's going to suggest we rest, get a little bit away from this barn, and then take a rest. Yeah, can we find some place for the horses to to drink and take, yeah, get some rest for the night? Yeah, do you think in two hours we can reach that lake, or no? You could get to the lake in more like six hours. Oh, okay. Well, let's get a couple hours away. I agree with you guys. We should rest. You guys are in pretty rough shape. Yeah, actually, if you if you traveled a little more quickly and you kind of spurred the horses and you moved at a, a quickened pace, you could cut that time down to, I think, four hours. And when we rest, we resolve the exhaustion? You would want to bed down and take, like, a long rest, yes. right? Yeah. Push it. Let's go. Four hours. Okay, so you want to take a, a fast pace here. Yeah, we're on horses. Yeah, I think it, it'd be good for the horses to follow the water. It'll be perfect for, like pushing them hard but they can drink and rest okay so actually if you pass it uh fast pace you kind of you make up you make more time than you think so you actually get to the edge of this you know the northern northeastern tip of this lake uh in three hours okay all right so on your travel now that things are kind of calmed down a little shaft why don't you give me a can you make me a history check please 11 okay um, so kind of thinking back, you know, on the past 24 hours here, uh, specifically to the, the, uh, fighting Hank Appleby and his, his, uh, paladin scouts in, right in the streets of Drukal, you know, uh, especially in Detmer's district, uh, and as a whole in Drukal, each district kind of maintains their own, like, guard, their own police force, and it's very, you, you think... Uh, you recall it's it's quite unusual that Detmer's people, like his guards, were not like they were they weren't there. They were nowhere to be found. They they like it almost like as if it suspiciously went unnoticed to to the to that force. Like it's very uncharacteristic that they wouldn't have intervened in something like that. Right, but we we were in the district of a of the other ladies area, right? No, when you uh, fought in the streets you were right outside of the Tickly Servant, yeah. So that's that's Detmer's district, right? Okay. So uh, yeah. So this is just knowledge that I have that that uh, this doesn't something doesn't bode well with me on this situation. Absolutely. Why did why didn't they come to our uh, our defense? These are outsiders uh, causing us 
some problems within Detmer's region, and that wouldn't normally would not uh, would be met with some kind of a resistance. Um, I'm not going to say anything about that right now. Okay. So let let's set up some camp and and uh, get some rest. I'm I'm beat. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So you guys bed down. So now it's it's like. It's coming on midday by the time you hit this lake now, I guess, right? I mean, this is going to put you onto this, like, off-cycle now, right? Like, sleeping during the day and... Traveling at night. Right, unless you correct it later later on. So, okay, so you guys want to take your eight, an eight-hour rest? Well, I mean, we could we could do a short rest now and then just not leave if nothing happens. Then Will a short rest be enough to, for Gozer to not get another level of exhaustion? No, you need a full level rest. So, so Gozer will be at you, two levels so, then. When you guys hit the lake, you're going to have to make your con save. So why don't we all just do that? Why don't you everybody make me a constitution saving throw? Okay. 19 for Falzern. 11 for Shaft. Nat 20. Okay. And Bryn? Nat 1. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. For the second freaking time in a row. So everybody but Bryn is okay, continuing, maintaining up their energy levels. But Bryn, you now suffer one level of exhaustion, like Gozer. Which means you have disadvantage on ability checks. Is there somewhere on this sheet that that goes? No, no, there isn't really. But you could jot it down. I also am keeping track of it for you too, right? Okay. Uh, I'll say Bryn looks pretty beat. Why don't we stop? You two, why don't you two take a nice long nap? I mean, I only need four hours and I'm good. Yeah, and then let Gozer take eight hours. We'll stay, you know, we'll stay awake. Me and Falzrin, we'll gather some wood, get the camp ready, and then tonight we'll sleep while you guys keep watch. So we're gonna stay here for a whole afternoon and a night. We're not gonna travel at night. No, we'll travel in the morning. Why don't we take a rest, and then travel for a little bit, and then take another rest? Yeah, why don't we tr- rest for four hours, travel... That four hours isn't enough night. for Gozer. Gozer needs eight and one no. shot. But that makes it 8 p.m. I will also note that you cannot gain the benefits of a long rest in more than uh, once in a 24-hour period. So you could not rest for eight hours into the night, travel for the night, and then uh, like right. rest again at that day. You'd have It would be a full... Right, yeah, so it do, wouldn't do, the second rest wouldn't do Gozer any good, but it would get the right. other two their rest. But it would also, if we traveled in between, it would get us a little farther away before taking that second rest. Right, right, right. Okay. I think we're okay. I don't think anybody's actually looking for us. I think yeah. we just got caught up in a mess. Let's just, you guys, I think we should just keep traveling at night. I think we can follow the water down to Vixture and... I'm really beat right now. If you guys give me four hours, let Gozer rest her the full eight, like I can be on watch after my first four hours. You guys can get a rest. I think we need to let the horses rest too, so that's a good plan for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, what is your watch going to be like here? Gozer's going to be watching the inside of her eyelids. I I would like, I think, due to my constitution throw, I think I need to rest first. I'm... all out of spells in case we get, you know, in case someone comes up that wants to cause trouble. Should we, uh, well, you do get we need to, two people awake rest. at a time? Don't you get them back when you rest? So, 
So you and I can sit down and rest, take a short rest and re-roll. I don't know if you get any of your spells back with the short rest. I think for a short rest, you do. Yeah, Falls Realm, you'll get a, a few. You have that arcane recovery, right? As a right. wizard. Yeah. Uh, so let them so sleep. So for a short rest, I get um, spell slots recovered at less than or equal to half my level. So I would recover what? one. One spell slot. Better than nothing, I guess. My other question is, on a long rest, I'm getting all my health back, and then that level of exhaustion's gone. Yes. Okay. And also keep in mind, you guys have been expending your hit dice, so I don't know how much of those you guys have left for for another short rest here. And on a long rest, you will recover half of your expended hit dice. I'm okay with I, health. I still have three hit Chef, dice. Chef, why don't you take the first watch, and then Falls Rank can take the second watch. That's fine. So, oh, so I have to roll for what I recover? No, no. Okay. But like, if you've if you've spent two, you would get one back, right? I I think I had all my dice, so yeah. Okay, so shaft first, right? Yeah. Now we can actually set up a standing uh, watch shift if we want. I don't care what you do. I just have to rest first because of my critical failure. I would say a good idea would always be to have Bryn watch it. Uh, take the last one. She can do the last four hours. It's night. She can see in the dark. And she would be fully restored. I'd be fully rested. Yeah. yeah. That's good so, idea. So uh, as far as first watch, should probably always be me more in a dusk time because I cannot see in the dark. Correct. Okay, you take first watch. Falls are in second. Me third. I can do third and fourth. I don't care if Gozer needs a long rest. I don't... Okay. Works for me. So, Gozer, you're not going to be watching at all? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Spent. So, Shaft, first watch. Kind of in the middle of the day. It's a... Let's see what the weather is like. I actually made a... A weather app? A weather table that I, for myself that I can roll on. That keep me rolling it every day i'm gonna roll on it uh and i did this because one it adds you know more details of the world and stuff but also uh it allows you to take advantage sometimes mechanically uh, especially like Bryn, as a wood elf you have uh you are able to take the hide action when you are lightly obscured right which would be like like when it's raining you you could be considered to be lightly obscured we're taking Gozer's resting for eight hours. I'm resting for four. Bryn's no, 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 resting no, no. For okay, four. okay. When you are on watch, that's still considered you resting. Unless like you happens. being on, like, it's uh, it's light activity. Okay. Okay. That's that's still fine. But like fall, falls in, uh by second watch, if something were to happen and interrupt the party, like, if you guys got attacked, but no, you watch. you would have no benefit. Because you have not completed your long rest, none of you no, would have the benefits at that point. Because your long rest is being interrupted. If you have the fight or something like that gets interrupted. But if I'm four hours into a long rest, does that not count as a short rest? Does not. Nope. Really? So you got to pick what you're doing, and it's one or the other, and you decide up. Well, front. right, because otherwise, because you can't, so you can't a short be like. Short rest is four hours, is it not? Short rest is one hour. Oh. Short rest is very different than a long rest. 
Okay, I thought a short rest was one. It was four hours and a long no. rest was eight. No. But what I'm saying is, um, if Gozer is taking a full long rest, that's eight hours. So all of you, I'm but Bryn, need to take a long rest of full eight hours. Eight hours of light activity and sleep. Okay. So it's it's a little wishy-washy as far as the rulebook goes. Uh, what light activity and and or or how many hours of sleep you need. But I think generally it's like, yeah, if you get five or six hours in a four-man party, that gives you each two hours of watch, which included in that eight-hour long rest. Okay. That's where the confusion lies, is I thought that I couldn't include my time on watch. No, um, no, you're fine. You're fine. But again, if your watch gets interrupted and you guys break out into a fight, your long rest yeah. is interrupted. Right. But I would still get credit for a short rest, would I not? No. <laughs> no, you don't get shit, dude. Yeah, that's why you don't erase anything on your character sheet until the DM actually until says, okay, you had done. a long rest. Exactly. Oh, smart. Okay. Think of it like you're going to bed and your dog starts barking, and it wakes you up, and then you do that like seven times a night. How you feel That sounds very familiar, actually. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to use an analogy. <laughs> yeah. Did okay. you, do you get your spell back in the morning? When you've woken well, up seven times, is your magic right. missile still working? <laughs> <laughs> well, personal, I did. <laughs> well, I mean, personal question. If if during the day I wanted to put my feet up for an hour and I'd get my magic missile back, then <laughs> I would argue I would argue that the same would apply during the night when I got woke up after an hour. But I won't I won't try and because you don't sleep during a short rest. A short rest is not considered like it has nothing to do with like sleeping and regaining like a normal like you need to sleep every night right that's that's not included in a short rest like you could like flavor it up say yeah i take a nap for an hour but generally the short rest like okay like when you take a short rest and you attune to a weapon or something that attunement period of an hour is you practicing with that weapon and studying that weapon it's not oh i look at the weapon for five minutes and i nap for the, the rest of the hour right that's not that what it is so like your arcane recovery that hour is you focusing on regaining those that spell power that you you you've learned to harness kind of thing so think of it think of it like that okay now that isn't to say like if your eight hour rest gets interrupted again it's all wishy-washy like if you guys get attacked right. in the middle of the night and you have to fight something you're just going to have to fight with your limited resources still that doesn't mean the eight hours you must reset, right? You could then continue with your long rest, and we would just rule it as, okay, great, you've, now, you've got your eight hours, but you might have got ambushed in the night when you were still weak. That's, that's basically what I think the mechanics are trying to emulate, and at least that's how I interpret them anyways. But if you, would like to, if you want to say, the first hour I'm going to do my short rest so I can arcane recovery, and then I'll take that extra eight and then delay the party nine hours instead of eight, that's fine too. I wouldn't recommend it, though. Because Gozer would not put up with that. Doesn't make a tremendous <laughs> amount of difference for me just to have one extra spell slot. So we'll 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 roll the dice on getting attacked. During I mean, the you're going to be rolling the dice every time you sleep outside <laughs> the city, right? Right. All right. So Bryn sleeping. Okay. Sorry. Back to the weather, though. So it oh, is, right. you know, again because you've sped down in the early morning here. Or, or sorry, I guess late morning, almost midday, and it is there is there is a light rain, kind of by this by this lake, lightly raining, just FYI. Okay. 
That really adds, Leland. It really, <laughs> it really adds. <laughs> I can feel it. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at encouragementparty.com or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncouragablePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!